Carpenter by the Left, episode 24. The party's over. Well, today I have to say that I've sent in my resignation to the Labour Party. I just couldn't uh, go through with it any longer. Uh, I'll put it off any longer. The reasoning behind this is a lack of opposition by Sir Keir Starmer and his shambles of a shadow cabinet. The problem I've got with the shadow cabinet is they're just not holding the government's feet to the fire. They're too far more interested in attacking the membership, to be quite honest with you. They went to war with the membership rather than going to war with the Conservative Party. And this lead that they've got is a pyrrhic victory, really, because they've the Tory vote is collapsing, not Labour vote increasing. And whilst currently it stands at 41%, all the Conservatives have to do is get a half-competent leader installed and that will just disappear. Now, we're learning today, Wednesday, the 19th of January, that a Conservative MP has crossed the floor and joined the Labour Party. Well, that's nothing to crow about. I mean, the individual concerned voted for all the legislation which has done untold harm to communities up and down this country, and yet they're welcoming this individual with open arms, which I find disgraceful and disgusting. And it shows how shallow the party really is. You know, it, it doesn't, uh, it, he's only done it to save his own scrawny neck because he probably thinks that uh, as the MP for Berry, if there's an election tomorrow, then he would he would be toast. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't get back in, and a lot of other conservatives may be thinking the same thing. But I sincerely hope that the party doesn't welcome these individuals with open arms, especially if they look at their track record and what they've done in the past, the votes that they've supported in Parliament against the country and against vulnerable people up and down this country. And I think it's incumbent on us all to look very carefully at what Keir Starmer's Labour Party is doing and how it's going about trying to get back in, into power. Now, parties are there to be in power, but also you're also there to show the general public, the electorate, that you're on their side. And time and time again, we're seeing front bench shadow cabinet ministers in the Labour Party coming out there and basically agreeing with what happened in 1997 and the PFI deals that was struck by the and the PFI deals that were struck by Tony Blair and Gordon Brown to take investment off the books to build new hospitals etc which we're still paying for and these individuals want to go back to 1997 because yes Labour was in power in 1997 but by the end of their term in office in the 2010 election, they really, had, they really were a shambles. And these individuals now in the Labour Party that want to go back to that don't show any progression in their thinking. They want to go back to 1997 as if everything else didn't matter. The climate emergency didn't happen. It's, not a, it's a figment of someone's imagination rather than coming to terms with the fact that things change, times change. People's expectations change and they just can't get it into their heads that, you know, this is 12 years ago since Labour in power. A lot has happened since 2010. You know, we've, we're 
climate crisis and basically they want to keep the status quo intact because it's not about a Labour Party being in power, it's about the establishment still being the establishment in power. And unfortunately, radical, this country needs radical change, like, just like every other country in the, the world needs radical change at some sort. But we're not going to get it from Labour Party, we're not going to get it from the Tories, we're not going to get it from the Lib Dems. So where do we go from here, and what do we have to do? Well, there's some good individuals in the Labour Party uh, still, especially those on the, on the left of the party. The bulk of the Labour Party at the moment have gone back to the Blairite ideology that they think will win them the next general election, and in fact it won't. Because people are wanting more from their prospective leadership, and they're just offering something which is they're just offering something which is negligible to say the least, as far as the radical policies that we need for transport, for communities, for the environment. And as we come into a new year and we're looking at energy bills increasing some people are going to say it's double they're going to double energy security within our own country you know we're the fifth largest economy in the world we have natural gas we've got coal we've got wind we've got solar you know we've got nuclear now not all those are great for the environment nuclear or those clean in inverted commas, it's not clean in the sense that what it leaves behind. Same with coal, there's residue of coal, and gas is going to run out soon. So we, as a matter of course, should be looking at other ways of actually empowering uh, universities and thinkers around the country who, people who can think outside the box, to find a way in which we can be energy efficient and energy independent so that we don't rely on Saudi Arabia or... Bahrain or Russia or China or wherever we end up getting our power from so that we, we could so when something like this happens there's not a mad rush of fuel bars increasing 200% it's just that you know we can right we're okay we're, we're, our generation is such that we don't need to put prices up and this is, it's more and more uh, looking like we need to have a nationalised industry because I uh, you know when you look at the amount of companies that have gone bust and these are companies that are retailers, they're not generators, they're retailers. So it's a bit like what's happened in the streets up and down the country, where you see retailers going bust. These energy companies are retailers, they're, they're not producers. So although 28 of them have gone bust, and that's tragedy for those people that work for them, and also you know, puts people who use, their, use these companies to get their energy in a difficult position, it's not really a huge problem in that we're not seeing generators going out of business. Now, when we do see that, then we do have a problem. But I think uh, we need to nationalise the industry and set a price that everyone can afford and put in place a huge energy efficiency drive whereby we, we give people homeowners grants for insulation grants for double glazing and grants for new boilers more energy efficient boilers now if we did all of that then our dependence on energy uh, as such will go down uh, and it'll be moderated so we we should be doing that and of course we should be looking at all new build, whether residential or industrial, depending on the nature of the business, obviously, should have solar panels. 
so that we can actually heat our water, maybe even part of our homes without tapping into the national grid for our energy. Give grants for battery backup supplies so that when we do produce energy, we can store it. And so, you know, instead of using energy willy-nilly, we can say, right, okay, today we're going to use just our storage, our battery for the whole month, for the whole week. This is what we should be doing. And I think it's really important that we look at these areas so we can be energy independent. And this all ties in with, of course, with the way that which Keir Starmer has basically run down the Labour Party to a basically, he wants to run it down to a, a focus group, really. 80,000 members, all, all loyal to Keir Starmer and the party. But meanwhile, the party's going bust. It's lost about 200,000 members. It's, eight, it's lost £8 million in revenue from those members. Uh, and there's still no sign of the war on the membership being ended. And I think the electorate see that. The electorate see Starmer as someone they can't trust. And although Boris Johnson is somebody we can't trust, to a certain degree, you know what you're going to get with Boris Johnson. People just don't know Keir Starmer, and I don't trust either of them, to be honest with you. And I think the country is poorer for these two individuals running two of the main parties in the country. And I think the Labour Party got themselves in such a dire straits here that I honestly don't think it can continue much longer. That's one of the main reasons why I was leaving was its policies on on green, the green economy, the war on membership, the way he said if you can't have an alternative view, which is all about democracy and free thinking. If you can't if you can't think for yourself and have your own opinion, it's not worth being part of the Labour Party. And uh, and so I left last week. I'm now deciding on what way to go, but I'm more and more thinking of giving my time to an organisation such as like Greenpeace than the Labour Party because I think the biggest factor in, in our lives at the moment is the climate emergency. Uh, we've only got one planet and the two main parties just aren't up to the job. In fact, the three main parties just aren't up to the job. And I think we have to look really carefully about what we want for our children, their children. Uh, what do we want as we grow older, you know? Do we want to privatise NHS, which is on the cards here? Do we want an authoritarian government that just tried to push through a cream and uh, policing bill, which made noisy demonstrations, for instance, outlawed, which gave demonstrators a, a, a sentence greater than that in some respects for GBH? Do we want a government that undermines our human rights? Do we want to support an opposition party which undermines our human rights, which is what the Labour Party has done under Keir Starmer? So you have to ask all these questions. And then when it comes to voting for someone else in the elections, we have the local elections in May, I just say to people, vote for the person and not the party. If the person does a good job, vote for them. If the person does a bad job, don't. In my own neck of woods in Birmingham, we have Conservative councillors that are doing a good job. And it's hard for me to say that, but they are. We have councillors in Birmingham from the Labour Party that are doing a good job. But we also have councillors from the Labour Party who aren't doing a good job. Uh, so my suggestion to you is, in the local elections, look at the people that get the work done. Doesn't matter what party they are. 
do these individuals represent you fairly? If you've got a problem, do they actually get the problem solved? Do they work hard for you? And if they do, vote for them. Now, when it comes to a national election, you have to look at the party and you have to look at the policies of the party. And at the moment, there's not a lot of difference between the Labour Party and the Conservative Party. Both are right-wing at the moment under Keir Starmer. The Labour Party is very right-wing under Keir Starmer, more so than the Conservative Party at the moment. Now, that doesn't get the Conservative Party off the hooks for what they did from 2010 onwards, but it shows that the Conservatives want to be in power. And because they want to be in power, they will do whatever it takes to stay in power. And that's how the Conservative Party has always worked in the past. They feel they see themselves as a natural party of government. And they will reinvent themselves to keep in power. Keir Starmer, Keir Starmer's Labour Party, want to go back to 1997 and probably have gone back to 1997. They're not looking forward. They're not learning the lessons from the election in 2019. Talking about very far-right policies. And, may, and maybe... There's still a lot of members in the Labour Party that are absolutely appalled by this. I feel so sorry for them. But how long can you go on supporting a party that is further to the right than the Conservative Party is at the moment? So when it comes to the national elections, I won't be voting Labour and I won't be voting Conservative, obviously because I've never voted Conservative in my life. I'm going to have to take a long, hard look at who is going to be on the ballot sheet when the election comes. At this present moment in time, my my inclination is to vote Green. I don't agree with a lot of their policies, some policies anyway. But I think that's the, my, my only hope at the moment, unless they do something really stupid. I might have to vote Green. But then again, who knows what might happen between now and a general election. Maybe some other party may be formed or be highlighted and their policies near to what I believe in. Who knows? But certainly on the evidence of what we see in front of us at the moment, neither party, Conservative or Labour, are fit for government. And neither of them are their leaders and shadow cabinet and cabinet. So those are my thoughts. Stay safe. Keep wearing your masks. And if you haven't had the flu jab or vaccination yet, go and get it, please. So it's best interest. Thanks. Bye.